Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What I wish you hoped you had a great Christmas, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. If you missed it earlier on today, I got a chance to co-host the Dan Patrick Show. Be doing so again tomorrow with my man Jason McIntyre. Tomorrow, tomorrow, today it was with uh, LeVar Arrington. That's pretty cool, right? It's like one of those things like, I'm friends with LeVar Arrington now. And we worked together some before and like, like, I can text LeVar Arrington. It's like, what's up, El? How you doing, man? Like, Le- Le- LeVar Arrington, right? Like, fly through the air for Penn State or for Washington. LeVar Arrington, like, that's a, it's a cool thing. It's a very cool thing. So that was enjoyable. You can download that podcast. Um, I got a lot of football thoughts for you. A lot of football thoughts. Ramos, how you doing after your, your, your Rams uh, loss yesterday to the— That was not pretty. No. No. I don't, I don't want to put everything on Jared Goff, but why do I have a tendency to put so much on Jared Goff? Because a lot of it had to do with him yesterday. He looked frazzled in that game big time. I mean, balls were... I, I mean, I don't think I've seen him throw one spiral yet. <laughs> Every ball comes out of his hand, they're all wobbly all over the place. I'm surprised they get places sometimes, but uh, I don't know. I mean, did, and he broke his thumb, right? Is that what the, the, the thing is? He, he actually broke the thumb? Is that what you've heard? I believe so. Yeah, so um, I don't know if he's going to— so, I assume he'll try to start against the Cardinals. They need that win to get into the playoffs, I think, I, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of crazy stories. So um, if he doesn't play, John Wofford 
All right. who has no NFL experience. <laughs> oh, boy. But he led the AAF in passing touchdowns uh, during their one shortened season would be the guy. Yeah, so, but, you know, McVeigh uh, doesn't look very happy anymore. On the side. Have you noticed that? Like, the la- he just looks very, very perturbed as he walks up and down the sidelines. I think he's his stretch with uh, Goff is starting to wear thin, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so I it's it's going to be interesting to see. So he has a a fractured and dislocated thumb. That would, you know, that that's that's a bit of a problem, right? Fractured and dislocated thumb. Now they can pop the the dislocation back in, but the fracture in the thumb the, the thumb is not a good thing either. Um, all right, I got I got more football thoughts for you upcoming. Let me give you some basketball thoughts. Did you happen to see yesterday? And I think a lot of people did. The Clippers were down 77 to 27 at the half. Now it's caused a lot of people to say, Hey, the Clippers are who they are. And this is only exposing who they are. But, but the truth to that is, well, it's a little different, a little different because I I don't mind it happening. Now, John Hollinger wrote about losing by 50 when he was the Memphis Grizzlies GM and they went on to have a good season and losing the playoffs. But I think what it is is a great warning, kind of alarm bell sound. They got disemboweled by the Mavericks. Disemboweled. And the crazy thing about it is, it's not like, like look, could they have given easily given up 150, 160 points based upon that pace? Yes. The, the, I think the big problem with the 27 points is not that just you're down 50, but you're down 50 and scored 27 points against a team that we saw them against the against the Lakers. They can't stop anybody. They just can't, and they're playing without Christos Porzingis. So it's not like they're all loaded up and they're a great team. They're still trying to figure it out, and you get beat by fifty. So here here's my my biggest take on the Clippers: Is it alarming? Yes. Is it disappointing? Absolutely. Does it point to some chemistry issues they have? Yes. But I, I have no problem with them happening now. That's how you find out who you want to roll with. That's how you find out what the real problems are. Is it Doc? It doesn't appear to be Doc. You know, was it Montrez Harold? Maybe not. You look at their roster and, you know, Landry Shamit, he's really struggling to shoot the basketball in Brooklyn. And now he'll get even more opportunities with Spencer Dinwiddie out. So, so maybe those guys weren't the problem. You know, maybe it's Reggie Jackson upset in the apple cart with Lou Williams, or maybe it's Lou Williams being upset with how little he makes in comparison to other people scoring as much as he normally scores, although he didn't score yesterday. Whatever it is, like, I actually think this is, it's so much better to get your asses just kicked and embarrassed where every, uh, uh, everybody, everybody paid attention to what happened. Every single person pay attention to what happened. And um, I don't understand how that cannot be alarming to somebody. I don't understand how that cannot be something that you want to try and fade way to figure out. And if I'm the Clippers, I, I quietly view this as a good thing because it takes actually some of the pressure off of the coaching staff. Hey, doctor, I, I know you're going to get people that say, well, you know, Ty Lue was on, he was on staff last year. And he'll get a chance to do things differently than they did last year. Paul George put the blame on quarantine and the bubble and Doc Rivers using poorly. Yesterday, he was the guy. He couldn't get his teammates to raise their level. That's on him. Kawhi's not playing, but your team can't quit when you're not playing. That's on him. So I... It, it's my thoughts that while it's not good, I'm not sitting here telling you it's a good thing. It's way better that it happened now. And now Ty Lue gets the chance to, to go about, all right, fellas, now you try to do it your way. Now we can do mine. Try to do it your way. Now we can do mine. The, the, the teaching that can take place after just a beat down win early on in a, in a season, I think is great. I think is absolutely fantastic. Absolutely great. Even if it's an embarrassing, never before seen down 50 at the half of a, 
of a of a regular season game, like the biggest margin of deficit ever in a regular. In, I mean, you're we game three of the season. You're going to have some weird, like look the Warriors. I do I think they're good this year? No, but are they forty points worse than the Bucks? No, they're not. But nobody freaks out over forty point. You know, getting beat by forty by the Bucks. We freak out about getting beat by down 50 at the half to the Mavericks. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. You don't want to be there. You can't just run the clock. And the other thing about it is if you're not making shots, the other team is, they get the ball back every time, every 24 seconds at minimum, they get the ball back. But I, I would also tell you that it's better to happen in game three than it is in game 83. It's better to happen in December than it is in April or March. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the phone number. Yes, uh, yeah, and, yes, Ryan, uh, John Ramos. And I don't think anybody feels like the Clippers are a bad team because they lost that one game. I think you're right. I think it's like that happens in the course of a season. I don't know about that <laughs> that big of a loss, but they're not. They're going to be there. They're still going to make the playoffs. They're still going to be a contender for the NBA title. It's just one of those things that happens. But it's not a good look this early in the season, as far as the parts that people think that the problems with the, with the Clippers are, which is their chemistry, which is their way to be bond as a team. There's still some problems there, as you said, besides just the amount that they're a good team. Well, remember they, they didn't have, they didn't as much as we're like, okay, well they, they've had all this time together. They, they had a very short and truncated training camp. So this is kind of training camp on the fly. And, and this may sound like I'm making excuses. It's just, it's just the reality of it. You know, the reality is that while they went in a bad way, uh, they went in a bad way after off of the, you know, in in the bubble. Like the Lakers weren't that far off from being, they weren't very good in the bubble for a while there too. They weren't feeling great about themselves, but then they got an extra couple of days off because of the protest over the Kenosha deal, and uh, and then you know Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook starts talking trash to them. They win that series, and the Clippers lost a series. They were up three games to one. And up 20 points in two third quarters and couldn't close the deal. And then they collapsed. And then the Lakers like, oh, this is crazy. Let's, you know, let's go crush some dudes because the, because the Clippers are out and the Bucks are out too. So, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to make it, hey, this is cool. It happens to everybody. Clearly, everybody does not get down that, that amount of points. So... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Tua got benched. Did you guys see that? Tua got benched again. Got benched. Big deal, little deal, no deal. I'll tell you why. It's a cautionary tale, but not for the Dolphins. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so, look, I don't think it's a huge... Do I think it looks good? No. But I think you much prefer this to happen Game 3 of the season, Game 83, or even Game 33 for the L.A. Clippers. We'll get back to football, upcoming half past the hour. First, though, let's welcome in Rick Buecher. He's covered the NBA forever. You see him on Fox Sports' ones, uh, Speak for Yourself. You read his work in Bleach Report. Follow him on Twitter as well. Buecher, am I wrong to think that it's probably exactly what Ty Lu wants, which is you don't want that phony, hey, let's run out to a good record in the season – you get thumped and embarrassed in this fashion in the year, and it wakes some dudes up. Yeah, you certainly hope that that is the case. I'd say the problem is that it's too easy to dismiss, to blame it on the day after Christmas or the second day after Christmas, depending on which calendar you follow. It that it was a twelve thirty start that you didn't have Kawhi Leonard like ideally you have a loss and everybody has to look in the mirror and say, this isn't good enough. And there's too many alibis for why we can kind of let this go by the boards. And we even kind of heard it from Ty Lue suggesting, you know, hope everybody's passed, you know, the, the, the post Christmas letdown that, that we apparently had it. I mean, look, I would have hoped that, the disappointment of last year would have left a much stronger mark on this team than it has. And, and the, the concern I have is that it's reflective of the same mindset that we saw last year, which is they'd come out and show us exactly how good they could be. They'd win game. They, they prove they can beat anybody. And then they proved that they were willing to lay down against anybody. And that up and down is not the path. You can have a good season. You can have a good record, but you're not winning championships. If that's your mindset. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. What, what are your thoughts on the Lakers? Uh, Marcus saw first couple games looked rough. Yeah. Look, look better. Last game out, you know, some older guys like to play their way into shape, but he look, he's a different dynamic for them as a stretch five. Now that can really pass and, and defend the rim some, but he just doesn't really move very well at all. Right. Any buyer's remorse at all from the Lakers and what they're seeing on Marcus all. No, I don't think there would be any buyer's remorse at this point, simply because they weren't expecting him to be a staple. They've, they've got him for, uh, honestly, it's when the game changes and uh, it, it, in the postseason, 
and the way they want to play in the postseason. It gives them an additional playmaker. It gives them a playmaker from the five position that they have not had previously. So I, I don't know that they're going to judge. The judgment on uh, Marcus Saul is going to be ultimately do they repeat as champions and, and what role did he play? Because it's such, he's so significantly different than, than well, look, Dwight Howard was, was a vital piece last year without question, but in a completely different way. And, you know, I, I also am not going to take anything from the fact that he had a good game against the Timberwolves in a, in a, in a run out where uh, the level of efficiency doesn't have to be, be the same or that you can beat a team like that just by being a high IQ player. I do worry how much he's going to be able to contribute. I question how much he has left yeah. uh, and the fact that Toronto was content to let him go and replace him with Aaron Baines. That, to me, was a signal of what they had seen. But the demands on him in, in L.A. are just, are not that great. They need him to be special in maybe a total of 10 to 15 games this year, and there's no reason to believe that he still can't give that to him. Who's the most surprisingly bad team out of the gate? You know, if I thought the Warriors would be this bad, uh, that's, I mean, I don't... I Did you see Kelly Oubre has team. not made a shot, a non, non-shot, has not made a shot that's not at the rim? What's that? Have you seen the Kelly Oubre stat, or he is he's yet yes, to make a shot yes. that's not uh, at the rim? Haven't haven't seen that stat, but I've certainly watched enough to know that both he and I mean if, what, uh, Kelly Oubre at least has been dynamic at times, and defensively he kind of impressed me. Trying like he looked like he was trying to impress Steve Kerr with his with his effort and energy against Chicago. I think it's the combination of Kelly Oubre and, and Andrew Wiggins just being as just co- combined disappointing. I mean, I've never thought of them as highly as other people have, but man, uh, it just, you look at them and like, if I'm Steve Kerr, if I'm in a close game, I'm thinking, can I play Kevon Looney, Kent Bazemore, uh, uh, Eric Haskell, Steph, and find me one more body that's not going to screw things up because I just can't count on uh, on those well, two. Here, just to play I, I, know, I know. I know. There's a lot of talk about their basketball IQ. I, I just some of it though comes down to like, look, the beauty to Steph is he's maybe better without the ball than he is with the ball. And there's so few yeah. players in the NBA like that. Everybody else has to have the basketball, and I get give me the ball, give me the ball, and I'll make a play. Right. Right. But they just. Those guys are what you more call traditional wings, right? Like that's right. what they are. They're they're more the classic kind of three man than they are a combo guard or combo anything. Whereas, you know, the previous incarnation of this team, uh, outside of maybe Clay, and Clay could pass, he just didn't doesn't dribble, right? But right. outside of that, you know, you had Draymond was kind of a point center. Yep. Uh, Iguodala was a point. Bogut could really pass. Yep. Um, I mean. Barbosa is a former point guard, kind of point guard Sean type. Livingston. Sean Livingston is a point guard at heart. You know, we're not even getting to you know, Durant is like a point forward as well. All of these yeah. guys could bring it up, could create. We're just as comfortable, just very comfortable with the basketball, which allowed Steph to just be Steph. And yeah. now he has to do everything. He has to have that same scoring load, but also has to bring the ball up the court and has to set it. And that's just not who he is. And right. You're almost trying to remake Steph Curry more than remake your team. Yeah, well, this is the distinction that I think people, uh, that it's misleading for either those who are Steph Curry acolytes or those who, you know, don't, don't want to put him in the category of Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Steph Curry has never been the type of player who can carry a team. He never carried any of those championship teams. He never carried a team of, of, of any significance. What he is, is a premier leader. He can lead a great team, and he can lead a great team in part because of what you pointed out, which is he can play with or without the ball. He can meld his skills to the skills to get the most out of what 
uh, everyone else is capable of doing. And there are some guys that just can't – like LeBron can't do that. LeBron has to have the ball. Um, he's great enough with the ball that he can make it work. Steph's just a different type of superstar, and yes. and he knows he is. And that's the thing. I mean, he doesn't pretend to be anything other than what he is, but sometimes people get it mixed up in terms of defining – uh, exactly what kind of superstar he is. That's the voice of Rick Bucher, Bleacher Report, joining us. All right, uh, where are we with James Harden? Uh, we're we're <laughs> we're nowhere close. From you know everything I'm hearing, we're nowhere close to him going anyplace. And I would say that the the more that he plays the way he did against Portland, uh, the harder it's going to be to get something done because. Houston's going to look at it, and they're going to want a king's ransom. Um, I, you know, as, as I've been told that they want what, uh, at the very least, they want what New Orleans got for Anthony Davis, which is three young, talented players, uh, at least one being a, a, an all-star caliber one in Brandon Ingram, and three future first-round picks. And even while I keep, you know, asking, so you know, what is it, what's the what's the landscape look like? Like who makes the most sense? I've, I've I've heard Boston, I've heard Denver, but I keep I, the team I hear more often than not is Philadelphia, and even Philadelphia, if you look at what their pick situation is, they have theirs, but they've already spent all the additional ones that Sam Hinkie collected, and so you know can can they make a deal that's on the level? I, I don't see a team out there that's on the list of places that Harden wants to go that are capable of making the kind of deal that New Orleans uh, got for Anthony Davis. And that's, that's ultimately the rub. And Raphael Stone as the new GM with the Houston Rockets uh, and Tillman Fertitta as a relatively new owner, I just don't get and, – and in a market like Houston, this is different than Indianapolis moving Paul George. They're going to want to get – everything they can get and and i think they're going to be willing to wait uh until somebody is willing to come come to the table with uh, the kind of offer that they're looking for Buke, great stuff man appreciate you joining us little double dips i heard you on uh, we had you on dp had you on this uh enjoy the rest of the day and thank you so much for joining us on fox sports radio you got it doug be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The NBA fining Sixers president Daryl Morey 50 grand for tampering because of a recent social media post Morey made about the Rockets' James Harden. The tweet, which was deleted shortly after it was posted, was simply commemorating the one-year anniversary of Harden breaking the Rockets' franchise assist record. Adrian Wojnarowski reported that Maury told the NBA it was an inadvertent post from an automated app. However, Kyle Newbeck of Philly Voice did a deep dive into this, and he found that the tweet indeed appears to have originated from an automated service called onthisday.me. However, Newbeck also found that it was the only post that Maury has made utilizing the onthisday.me service in the 12-year history of his Twitter feed. The plot continues to thicken. Doug, back to you. That's interesting. Why would why would only that one? I mean, help me out. Why why would why would this be the day? Why would this be? I mean, right? Unless he was trying to recruit. On the other hand, if everybody knows he wants to be in Philly, then I'm not sure why you would post that only to hurt your chances of getting him in Philly. Does that make sense? Made sense to me. Turn my mic on. Yeah, yeah turn, d- turn his mic on. I, I will. On. I will say this. Uh, I, it's hard for me to imagine James Harden, you know, sitting there scrolling on Twitter, trying to decide where he wants to go, and seeing that commemorative tweet and saying, "Okay, that settles it. I'm going to Philadelphia." Uh, yeah, I mean, he's already said he wants to go to Philadelphia, right? That's already been part of what he's what he's allegedly told uh, the Houston Rockets. So if he's already told the Houston Rockets that, then 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 a tweet is not going to help that. It could only hurt that. Maybe more. But, maybe Maury automated the tweet before uh, before he said that. It's possible. It's possible. It's just a weird story. It's a really weird story. I I don't totally understand exactly why he would do it. Uh, 
So it, it does lead me to believe maybe he's telling a little bit of the truth, but I don't know that for a fact. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I thought Tua getting benched was a bigger deal. Now, I understand that you can do it while he's a rookie. And I understand that you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who this is a great way to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick engaged. It keeps all the rest of the players engaged. And I'm like, look, coach is just playing to win. And in this case, it worked out. Didn't work against Denver, worked in this case. But at some point, you're, you're one playing with fire, right? Because, you know, how is Tua going to learn how to dig himself out of these holes unless you let him dig himself out of these holes? And secondly, secondly, are, are you admitting at least on any level that you might not have drafted the best quarterback? Now, I, I get it. There's, there's reasons that the Chargers have stuck with their guy. There, there's reasons that up until injury, Joe Burrow was playing well up until injury. Justin Herbert's played... Uh, pretty well. They they weren't great in the second half. They had a big lead over the Broncos and just kind of held on. Um, but when you look at the Dolphins coming from behind against the Raiders in crazy fashion, and maybe it's just Tua. Like, look, Tua is such a good dude. This is just the it, this is it only works because it's him. But at some point, we all do have an ego. We do want to be the starter. We do want to. And remember, Tua was the backup at Alabama and then got a chance to came in and won the game against Georgia. So he understands, like, this is football. And I've often wondered why more coaches won't do that. Hey, the star's not playing that good. Let's take a look at the backup. We can always go back to the starter. It's not like baseball. Once you take a guy out, you can't put him back in. Basketball, you, you take your starter out. Why can't in football you do it? But it does get to a point where you're at least saying, like, yeah, I don't know if he's the guy. That's really the big takeaway from it. Not totally sure he's the guy. And it's as we're as we're closing in on the bowl games, January 1st, you get a chance to see Clemson take on Ohio State. We're so convinced that Trevor Lawrence is the guy. And everybody says, no, I'm trust me, he is the guy, he is the guy. People were like that with Tua. Maybe not to the Trevor Lawrence level, but not that far behind. And now ask yourself, Joe Burrow. Okay, Justin Herbert or Tua Tungavailoa. One, two, three. Everybody takes two a third. Even the Dolphins take two a third. So, um, yeah. I, I think you actually have to at least open yourself up to the possibility that they didn't get a dude at, that, at the pick in the draft. They got a guy who's good. Who's a great guy, but, but telling me that Tua's personality is great. A little bit like telling me her personality. Uh, tell me about this woman. Uh, personality is amazing. Uh, yeah. I didn't really ask about that. Not even really so much. Not so much. All right. We got a uh, Monday night football game to, to pick apart. Like this one's a big one for the bills. It's a big one for the bills. You have to understand if you're the Bills, a chance of week 17 to stomp on the Patriots. Like there's all different kinds of things. You have to learn how to win close games. And look, they gave one away against Arizona. Otherwise, they'd be competing really for, you know, the best best record in football. I know Kansas City lit them up. They didn't look like they're ready for for that fight. But t- tonight's game is kind of feels symbolic. It feels symbolic to anybody else? Like you get a chance win the division to vanquish and get a little extra time to prepare uh, <clears throat> a beaten up Patriots teams quarterback can't throw the football. You get a chance to just, you need that. Uh, What's the video game? Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Uh, right now, the, the, the Patriots are kind of wandering around, wandering around. They're spinning. They're about to fall down on their own. And you have to reach into their chest and take out their heart muscle and have it. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 right? You need that. Where's the finishing move? I, I, I think we see the finishing move from the Bills to, today, but it'll be very interesting because it's one thing to say, hey, we can beat them, They're the, but it's another thing to do it. It's a whole other thing to do it. All right, the press is up coming next. Wait to hear what happened to Wayne Haskins. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we like to get you caught up on stories of the day, things you may have missed. We call it the press. The press. Uh, Isaac Lowenkron. Ilo, as the kids call him. What do you got for me? Uh, they call me a lot of things. Uh, Ilo uh, happens to be one of the only ones that can be repeated on the air, Doug. Let's start with an NFL note that uh, has just come down within the last few moments. The Tennessee Titans have just placed kicker Steven Gostkowski on the COVID list. Of course, that means he's either tested positive or was in close contact with someone who tested positive. And what's notable and why we'll continue to follow this, Gostkowski, of course, did play in Sunday night's loss at Green Bay at Lambeau Field, traveling there and back with the rest of his teammates. Wait, so give me that story one more time real quick for Titans, people who missed it. Titans put their yeah. place kicker, Steven Gostkowski, on the COVID list. So we don't know if he tested positive or it was just a close contact of someone who tested positive, but he played just last night and traveled with the Titans uh, to and from their loss at Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you don't see everybody else on the list, it means he came into – it means he came into contact with somebody who tested positive, right? That that would be what's most likely. 
Let's hope. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you can only, that, that's the only way you can kind of read into it. Absolutely. Let's hope uh, that's that's the last we hear of that, and we wish him well. The biggest news, of course, today, the Washington football team releasing its quarterback and former first-round pick, Dwayne Haskins. And uh, this tidbit, he wound up throwing 12 touchdown passes during his time with the Washington football team. Yeah. Noted sports tax Expert Robert Rayola calculated the amount he was paid by Washington per touchdown pass, $1,205,514. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. How many touchdown passes did he have? Twelve. So he got paid $12 million, $13 million, whatever. Um, It'll be interesting. Like That's that's a guy who's going to have to go and take a minimum deal. Yeah. It's going to take him, but you know he, he needs to find a system that fits and people that believe in him. What's crazy about it is he doesn't have like an NFL system where guys are, you know, because he played for Jay Gruden, they didn't want him. So like the Grudens aren't going to, and all of anybody who's close to them, they're not going to want Dwayne Haskins. And, you know, Ron Rivera, he didn't keep him for, he cut him on week 17, right? He couldn't get him out of the building quick enough. No. That means, you know, Buffalo or former Carolina guys, you look around the league. Anybody close to the North Turner, Scott Turner family, you don't you don't see that one happening. There's a limited number of stops, but he's got to find somewhere where his style of playing football is valued. Good. On the other end of the young quarterback spectrum, Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury saying today that Kyler Murray's status for Sunday's huge regular season finale against the Rams, winner clinching a playoff spot. Murray's status uncertain because of a lower leg injury. You play to win the game. One would hope. Okay, do you know who the backup quarterback is for the Arizona Cardinals? I was actually thinking about uh, doing this and actually like giving you three names, and one of them like being the IT guy here three. at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you know, something like that, and just some other random name because, and seeing if you and the people out there could could guess. Johnny Footballs. So you you do know who it is? Uh, I do, but that's why you know the last fifteen or twenty seconds when I was talking, I was surreptitiously googling to tell you that it was Chris Streveler. Not to be confused with our brilliant IT guy, Clint Sago. But if I would have said Clint Sago, most of people would say, oh, yeah, Clint Sago from Tulane or whatever. Well, what's what's interesting is Brett Hundley, who Mm -hmm. once upon a time was the potential heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Brett Hundley, UCLA guy, is the third string quarterback there. So uh, do you go with Streveler, who has very little, he's taken a, a handful of snaps, or do you go with Hunley? And right now it looks like they go with Straveler if they can't. But what's crazy about it is the Rams may also have a backup that no one's ever heard of. John Wolford. John Wolford. The Wolford of Wake Wall Street. Force. The Wolford of, of Wall Street. <laughs> uh, that can't be the first time that pun has been used uh, today on social media. <laughs> but um, imagine if you've never thrown an NFL pass before. <laughs> And your first chance to do so is in a must-win game sure. in the playoffs. Yeah. Division now, title Wolford, on the line. Now, Wolford yeah. played well in the AAF. So he has yes. played football much more recently than some of these other guys. Yeah. Mm, good point. Good point. All right, let's move on to the NBA. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will not play tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies in the second game of Brooklyn's initial back-to-back this season. Both players listed being out for... Injury recovery. Mm. Mm. Huh. Um, I look, it's the third game of the season, and Kevin Durant hadn't played in like 15 months, and Kyrie Irving hadn't played in uh, nearly a year. So I'm I'm not terribly sympathetic. Right. I think this is the and and so the idea that the NBA rushed people back, like yeah, but they they didn't rush Kyrie and KD back. Like they've been <laughs> they've been back forever. Okay. So. I, whatever. I mean, this isn't, this is clear. The good thing is there's not a single person who paid a dollar to get a ticket. It's a bigger deal when you pay money to get tickets, right? Now you're just like, oh, I don't want to watch that game. You click off of it. So come to think of it. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing. It was not one of those uh, nationally televised games, even if there are no uh, fans. Well, it's not even national televised. It's like, look, if you're in Memphis and KD's your favorite player and you're like, Hey mom, dad, I want to, 
want to go to a Grizzlies game, can we afford one or two a year? And all of a sudden the guy doesn't show up yeah. and play, you'd be super bummed. Those right. virtual cardboard cutouts at the FedEx Forum are heartbroken. Final Yay. item of the press today, college basketball and the new AP Top 25 poll comes out. Gonzaga remains number one. They got 62 out of 64 first place votes. Or the two that didn't vote for them. Anyway, the Big Ten, nine teams in the top 25, including Iowa and Wisconsin in the top 10. Okay. Well, what's weird about the the Iowa deal was, you know, they, they just lost. They've lost two games recently. I think that they're really good on offense. They can really score. Um, I think what's interesting, though, is how who gets a pass and who doesn't get a pass for some uneven performances, right? Um, you know, like, I, I don't know how you signify some of these teams' wins and some of these teams. I, it's just very, very confusing to me. Um, if you take an Ohio State, for example, I don't know what what signifies that they're a good team based upon who they've beaten so far this season. You know, yes, they beat UCLA, but they and they beat Notre Dame is not very good. But they lost Northwestern and they lost to Purdue, and they beat Rutgers. Like it's it's confusing to find out. I do think the Big Ten is the deepest conference. I think the ACC is a bit down, right? That's why Duke isn't ranked for the first time in seemingly forever. North Carolina's not very good for a second consecutive year. I think the Big Twelve is pretty good. Um, but a lot of it is when your best team is Kansas. Remember they lost to Gonzaga and at, t- at the time you're like, wow, they really couldn't get, but who, no, who can beat Gonzaga? So I, I'm not, I don't know if it's great for college basketball that Baylor Gonzaga are the two best teams, but Baylor and Gonzaga are the two best teams. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right. Got a big one tonight, Monday night football. And the big deal is that it's a seven point spread, right? Uh, with that in mind, Isaac Lohenkron, who do you take? Seven-point spread. I still take the Bills. Yeah. Uh, what about you there, uh, John Ramos? I will go with what Isaac said, and I, I also agree. The Bills will win that game big. Bigly? <laughs> bigly. That's bigly. our word. Yeah, bigly. B- bigly. Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking the Bills, and I, I think the Bills, uh, I think they, they run. I think the, the Patriots try and shorten the game by running the football. I don't think it works. Cam Newton just can't throw, can't throw. You know, something interesting that happened yesterday is, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not intending to pick on Jalen Hurts. It's more of a short-term reaction to Jalen Hurts playing well in the first half or actually in the first quarter and everybody freaking out like Carson Wentz is never getting his job back. And it's like, okay, but if you watch the whole game, like Jalen Hurts is kind of exactly what he was billed as, which is very good runner, Limited as a thrower. And you're like, well, could Carson Wentz have beaten the Dallas Cowboys? Like, I don't know, last year when the Dallas Cowboys were healthy and the Eagles were not, yes, he actually did beat them with backup wide receivers. I just, be very careful about first half of a game, first half of a game saying, this is what I know is to be true. Just because you like Jalen Hurts, like, Look, the Jalen Hurts thing, it's the same thing in Alabama, the same thing in Oklahoma, and my guess is the same thing in Philadelphia where the guy has a really cool uh, kind of walk and gait and presence and calmness to him. But you have to have, it's not just about intangibles, it's also about tangibles. And he's just not that good at throwing quarterback. That's why he lost his job to Tua. That's why Oklahoma had to change their offense and have him run more. And that's, that's frankly why he should have been a third or fourth round pick. And that's why they'll be limited with Philadelphia now that people get kind of a good look at him. Three games in, and yeah, they, 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 they're one and two. And he had two picks. He had a fumble he lost as well. And he, he's exactly who most of us who saw him thought he would be. And whereas everybody had Carson Wentz being sent out of town at halftime, by late the second half, you're like, you know, maybe that Carson Wentz guy deserves a different look. Maybe. It's a big night for, for Buffalo. It's one thing to win your division and go to the playoffs for a third time in four years. It's another time on Monday Night Football, standalone game, last week of the season where you'd really have to play hard and you can absolutely vanquish the beast. 
Right? It's the old finishing kick. You can still win without winning going away, but I'm interested to Buffalo if they can win after winning in the division, coming home to all those fans, and feeling so good about themselves. Can they now stomp on the Patriots? It's a good challenge. It's good to watch out for. We'll keep an eye on it. Check me out on the Dan Patrick Show tomorrow morning. In the meantime, I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.